0: Hi, this is Sharice Kenyon and you're listening to the Beauty Me podcast, all about beauty beyond the BS. This week, it's all about me sharing three of my favorite podcasts that really influence and inspire me every single week. From inspiring me to actually start a podcast to changing how I think or how I might investigate or question my guests. These three podcasts mean so much to me and I really do rely on them on a weekly basis. If you're new to the show, it's very much rooted in beauty. I'm always talking about how we feel about it, how we express it. My guests will share their favorite products that they use to enhance it. But I also feel that how we feel in our bodies and minds really affects those thoughts that we have about ourselves on the outside How we feel inside will really affect whether we feel beautiful or ugly or average or basic, whatever you want to call it, whatever the day. Our minds are so powerful and I try to bear that in mind when it comes to the content that I'm consuming on a daily basis. It's something that I've learned over time and I feel like social media gets a bad rap for what we consume but even when you look back at childhood or teen years, So many people have been talking about a clip from America's Next Top Model, which was Tyra Banks' show back in 2003. And we were literally taking in the most toxic commentary on women's bodies. We were just taking it in, ingesting it. So it's no surprise that many of us that might have grown up with that show still have body dysmorphia, body positivity or body negativity, should I say. So I do think that whatever you consume it's really important to think from time to time what are you getting from that content. It's so easy to spend hours distracting ourselves and we definitely need that. I fully get it especially after the few years we've had but if it's a busy day or I actually want to learn something a podcast for me is the best way to focus my mind. So Today I'm sharing three podcasts that I regularly listen to and by regularly I mean each Monday or maybe a Tuesday I'll check in with each of them. I don't know about you but I feel that Tuesdays are like my ideal podcast day because my favourite shows have probably released one on a Friday or a Monday and it's just such a good time to check in, see what I've missed and I like to just kind of see it as a menu of what can inspire me today Am I going to the gym? Do I need that kind of gym energy? Like let's get it done. Or do I want to do some really, really long cardio session? What would I listen to for that? Can I learn something in that time? Or is it a case of I've got so much photo editing to do today. I need several podcasts to take me through four to six hours of work. As I said, our minds are powerful, but so are the words that we take in. So, someone that really inspires me to do better, to try and do better each day is Jay Shetty. His podcast is called On Purpose and it goes out every Monday and Friday. And the content varies between guests and solo episodes. There are so many of his episodes that I can remember. If it's not about the guest, then it might be that there's one small nugget of information that's just stuck with me for days and days. Just last week, Jay released an episode that talked about four different types of people. And I actually released a personality episode last week, too. And I just learned that day about just because you're a certain way, just because you're perhaps kind and caring. It doesn't mean that approach works with every type of person. And I found it really useful because I recently met someone that works quite differently to me. And I was like, how can we communicate so that it's mutually beneficial? So I always learn something from Jay. I believe that the overriding message of On Purpose is information and personal growth. Or as Jay likes to say himself on his website, It's about wisdom and he's often said that his mission in life is to make wisdom go viral. It's clear through everything that Jay creates from, you know, posts on Instagram to the actual episodes he puts out. He is just hoping that people listen, they're inspired and informed and they're encouraged to share what they've learned with others. Whatever you are kind of expecting from his episodes or let's say, you read the title of one and you're like, oh, I'm not really into that or I can't stand that guest. Honestly, Jay Shetty's podcast, you will learn something each and every time. You really, really will. I've always taken away these little nuggets or I'll pause and make a note in my phone or I'll make sure I like that specific episode so that I can go back to it really easily later on. For me, it's almost like, you know, when you find a favorite book and you revisit it from time to time. You always want to know the favorite bits of your book. You want to remind yourself of why that book inspired you. And I really feel like On Purpose is just like your favorite book. Let me know if that's something that you find yourself doing though, that whole taking notes. Do you press pause? Do you make notes in your phone? Do you make notes on paper? Do you send yourself voice notes? I've heard some people do that let me know over in the DMs at beauty me podcast on Instagram or you know what tweet me because I'm really trying to be more of a Twitter person I used to be back in the day but yeah get in touch one thing I would say is Jay has got a very zen approach and I feel like some people would be like, oh, he's way too chill for me. He was actually a monk before. So that makes a lot of sense. He has this really calm and encouraging way of speaking to guests. And I think it took me a while to get into his podcast. I would always see people sharing how amazing and inspiring he is. And I was like, oh, maybe he's a bit too chill for me. But I get it now. It's like, sometimes you need that chilled approach, especially if somebody is trying to bring the best out of a guest and therefore bring the best to you. Whether that's, you know, about motivating yourself, manifestation, building your confidence. Not every podcast can be all loud and, you know, like full of sound effects and sound design. I think sometimes the chilled approach, it gets into our minds a little bit easier Don't get me wrong, sometimes we need that busy vibe, but Jay is all about paying attention to others and to ourselves, which I think we can find quite hard sometimes. So if you want to learn something new about yourself today, check out On Purpose. Before I move on to the next favorite of mine, I have to leave you with one of my most memorable clips from Jay Shetty's podcast.
1: I used to look at things like, oh, I got to do this today, I got to do this, I got to do this podcast, I got to... Oh man, I'm like overwhelmed, but now it's like no, nah, I don't gotta do that. I get to do it. Mm. I get to do this. Mm. I get to be man, I get to live this. I get to wake up, man, and see this. Well, you know, I, we lost Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. You know, we lost. My mom's best friends died. Um, I've lost people close to me, yeah. you know? Uh and it's they don't get to wake up. No. You know, and they leave behind kids, they leave behind a life, right? And I almost felt like I was being selfish because I was not living in the moment. Mm. You're never living in the moment when you're thinking about what you have to do. Mm -hmm. You're only living in the moment when you're enjoying each moment, right?
0: Yeah. This was taken from his chat with rapper Big Sean back in March 2021, and it still lives with me today. I love it. The second podcast that I love that has nothing to do with beauty, but absolutely inspires me to be kinder to my body and pay attention to it is Maintenance Phase. Let me just quickly introduce you to Aubrey Gordon and Michael Hobbs, the co-host, just to give you an idea of what you can expect. Today, Michael Hobbs. We are going to be talking about one of our most requested topics, mm. which
1: is the keto diet.
0: The keto diet. I was uh, I was very disappointed because sometimes, you know, we do taste tests on this show. I was hoping for this episode you'd, like, make me go buy a steak. I could just, like, sit here and eat meat while you tell me stuff. <laughs> Look, get a steak, put a cube of butter on top while it's <laughs> <know>. still hot. <laughs> Mike, I need you to make seven strips of bacon. <laughs> definitely a different vibe to Jay Shetty. While Jay inspires me to grow and create the life I want, Maintenance Phase is the podcast that makes me question everything and doubt every single thing that the wellness and health industry has ever told me. (laughs) I absolutely love how Aubrey and Michael vibe off one another. They're always sharing things with each other, but they do so much research. It is not just two friends having a catch-up podcast. They do so much research and they have this amazing ability for storytelling. So although their podcasts can often feel like a documentary series, they really kind of lead you down this path and you can't really tell ahead what the outcome will be. They'll tell you perhaps all these perceived positives about a certain diet or health influencer, and then they will slowly (laughs) break it down. To just crumbs, there'd just be crumbs left. Um, I really like these two. I feel like when you're listening to them, you're literally waiting for a bomb to go off, like a truth bomb, a truth bomb to drop. Standout episodes for me have to be a recent one called Worm Wars. And yes, we're talking about worms in the human body. This episode focused on deworming children in East African schools and basically talks about. The pharmaceutical companies involved, and the most epic episode has to be that one of the Oprah ones called Oprah and the Wagon of Fat. I remember listening to this, it was during the pandemic, and I was doing my hour long walk that day, and I was gripped by this episode not only because it's Oprah and she's someone I really admire, but There was just so much information in this episode. I listened to it twice in one day. And there was also a part of it that's like, how are they going to come for Oprah? I mean, (laughs) you don't come for Oprah. And I should say they're not coming for Oprah. They're coming for what she stood for when it came to pushing Weight Watchers and her own, let's call it journey with diets and food. I won't get into it now, but it's a highly recommend. I'm definitely going to leave a link to Oprah and the Wagon Fat for you in the show notes. Third and final podcast that is nothing to do with beauty is The Cutting Room Floor. Retro Amondi is the host and she's a New York based women's wear designer who, if you check out her website, mentions that she's inspired by her African heritage and her New York lifestyle. I don't know much about her fashion at all. I literally found her through the podcast. It's definitely been seen as like being at the top of its game at certain times. It's definitely groundbreaking. And I have to say, Retro Amandi is the only person in the world that I pay to access her content If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I am very on the fence about these subscriptions like £4.50 or $4.50 per month to get some extra access, to get a badge, um, to pop on lives that won't be open to everybody. I actually feel for the creator because I'm just like, how much do you feel you have to give to get all these people paying to access your content? So I don't pay for anyone on Instagram, but I absolutely pay For the cutting room floor, because it's while certain episodes go out on Spotify and everywhere else, on the cutting room floor's Patreon site, you get access to extra interview time or completely extra episodes that you won't find anywhere else. And Retro is also really good at sharing information. So she'll often share links to really interesting podcasts or YouTube videos. So you can tell that she's really. In her world like it is a fashion podcast she's very much part of that world and her dedication and research means that she's able to create these really well thought out episodes and even if it's something that might be about the manufacturing side of fashion they still manage to be engaging to someone who perhaps you know I do love fashion but do I want to know about the cost not really but the way Retro puts things together on the cutting room floor is just, it's just really good. I think again, she's a really good storyteller. Also, I feel that personally, the cutting room floor inspires me to just do better when it comes to my own podcast. There are lots of little details in Retro's episodes that I love to listen out for. Sometimes she will cut into the interview and she'll share on an side with you like she's reflecting on what the person said and she'll give you a little bit more context and information which to me shows that she actually listens to her own content and I know that might sound silly that I'm pointing that out but a lot of people probably don't listen to their episodes when they go out um I think there's that sense of another episode done let me get it out there I don't think retro is like that at all while being inspirational and insightful, Retro has also dealt with a lot of controversy around one particular guest. And it's the episode that probably really, really brought her to the masses. You will find a slew of commentary and articles on this guest, so it's not for me to go too deep. But basically, Leandra Medine, founder of at one time ridiculously popular style site Man Repeller, and alleged Toxic Boss, was featured on the show back in July 2021. At the time, the episode pretty much broke the internet, at least as far as podcasts go. Everybody was talking about it. I'm pretty sure that Retro got a lot of people signing up for her Patreon because the first episode was up for everyone to listen to, but she said from the beginning that the second one, you would have to pay for Patreon to access it. This episode from beginning to end is so well produced i think i'm just going to share a little bit of it here with you that doesn't feature leandra it's literally the intro and it should give you an idea of how much effort retro puts in
1: you can say the n-word but i
0: can't how is that okay my best friend was black oh my god i'm practically black twinsies (laughs) Why is my computer acting so ghetto? This is so ghetto. Ghetto. You guys can do so much with your hair. I'm not really into black eyes though. Can I touch it? Is this real? Is this
1: all yours? Kinda feels like Cheetos.
0: Hey, do you know a Tyrone Jenkins? I don't know, he's black? Girlfriend. Holler! Holler! Sorry, can we turn it down? I don't really like rap. Boom ba I think what I like the most about them is they're not, like, stereotypical, like, black people. You know what I mean? Wait, is that racist? So, I didn't mention that, but the title of that episode is The Tanning of America. And in this episode, Retro will hold Leandra up as an example of privilege. From the beginning of the episode, Retro admits... She has been wondering for months if she should even release the episode. She literally says she hates um, some of the previous content she'd recorded with Leandra. They'd actually tried to record twice before. She says that she thinks that this episode is below the IQ of most people that listen into her show. She's literally like, I don't even want to put this out there. But she says that ultimately she posted it to show Leandra as an archetype. That is pervasive in the fashion industry. Like many of us at one point, Retro actually liked Manrapella and Leandra. But in the episode, the founder comes across as privileged and ignorant. Where it gets more complicated is with Retro's use of anti-Semitic terms when it comes to Leandra's nose, her hair. And she also refers to her as a Jewish American princess, which is a term that is not... Um, Obviously, I'm in the UK. I'm trying to find the right words, but it is not correct to refer to somebody as that. It is very derogatory. That's the word I'm looking for. So these ill-informed comments were broken down in many, many articles. And as you would expect, the focus moved on from Retro showing one form of ignorance in Leandra's behavior to Retro being the person that was pretty much not cancelled, but And she herself says she doesn't believe in being cancelled. She was never trying to cancel Leandra. She just wanted to show her what she is. But the backlash that Retro received was pretty intense and immediate. And like I say, you can still find plenty of it out there if you want to have a good read. Retro decided to not post the follow-up episode, which again would have only appeared on her paid-for Patreon platform. And I think a lot of people were like, wow how bad could it be? But I don't think that it was actually bad. I just think she was like, you know what, I need to rein things in. She took two weeks to respond with an apology. She recorded, I think it was about a six minute apology. She admitted that she used stereotypes and biases that insulted many within her audience. And she also admitted that her ego got involved and that she didn't really feel she needed to apologize. And I actually found her... Really refreshing in admitting that she kind of went through all the emotions during those weeks until she realized, yeah, I offended people and I need to address this and not hide from it. She responded and evolved and I respect her for that because let's be real, we can't all take months off and then gather a film crew like wardrobe grooming to film our apologies like Will Smith, can we? So... I know I've gone into this I've gone onto this episode in quite some depth, but I promise you, even this episode aside, there are tons of amazing episodes on the cutting room floor with style icons such as June Ambrose and Mara Hoffman, where I've learned so much about being a creative. I would highly, highly recommend that you just sign up for Retro's Patreon. I think it's five pounds a month. It's well worth it. You will absolutely learn so much. And as I mentioned earlier, she's always sharing other things that could inspire you or just get you thinking. She is worth every penny. So that's it for this week. I wanted this episode to be an insight into what I love and I hope you love them too. But let me know, have you listened to any of these podcasts in the past? Or do you think I'm seriously missing out? Do you want to recommend some podcasts to me? Please go ahead and do that. Get in touch at Beauty Me Podcast on Instagram or Twitter or you can email me, beautymepodcast at gmail.com. I'll see you next week. Thank you again for listening. I've got some amazing episodes coming up, so be sure to subscribe and follow so you can find out first.